VIP listeners, you are now on the mark. Welcome to the show, gang. We got a great, great show lined up today. We got one of my favorites, Sophie Julia, back on the show. We will be getting into all types of shit with her. She's hilarious. Benny, you know I love Sophie. I think she's funny. She's smart. She knows sports. A lot of connections. And she's just a damn entertaining chick. Yeah, you and me both love her, Marky. She really is just a fantastic person. No no question about it. And the thing is this. Conversation with Sophie comes easily. You ask her one thing, it leads to the next. And next, you're just cracking up, enjoying the time. And we can't say that about everybody in this world, right? Am I right? You're totally right, Marky. It literally blew by that conversation, and I think the conversation lasted for almost an hour last time. Yeah, and it got big listens. The people on uh, SoundCloud and iTunes, all our VIP listeners, seem to think very highly of the show. So this is like the sequel. I'm absolutely thrilled. Couldn't be any more excited having her on. I've been actually waiting uh, anxiously to have her on, just like our listeners. Of course, of course. Now, one thing that doesn't have me excited, and I cannot stand it. Gang, if you live in Philly, New York, Jersey, you'll understand this. The weather is absolutely brutal right now. It's annoying the hell out of me, Benny. The calendar just turned to April 1st, and I'm still seeing snow on the ground. It's getting cold at like cold and windy at the wrong times. It's dreary, uh, wet. It, it, it's very, it's a downer a little bit this weather. Yeah, what's this? Still April Fool's Day? They're telling me it's snow coming, then snows, then it's beautiful, then snows back around the corner, then there's a blizzard, then it's beautiful. The forecast is a total joke. I'm seeing temperatures in the 40s and 30s, but hey, these weathermen are always wrong. And who, who the hell knows what we're going to end up with. But I am yearning for the summer. Absolutely yearning for it. Remember in Seinfeld when George Costanza said he never yearned? I yearn for the summer. Do you ever yearn? Yearn? Do I yearn? <laughs> I yearn. You yearn? Oh, yes. Yes, I yearn. Often I, I sit and yearn. <laughs> Have you yearned? Well, not recently. I craved. I crave all the time. Constant craving. I haven't yearned. I'm yearning right alongside with you. In fact, I'm getting very, very close to booking a damn plane ticket to friggin' Florida and getting a few more days of that Florida sunshine. Yeah, getting the hell out of Dodge is what you need to do. Exactly. And you'd be surprised. It kind of re-energizes you. Your body feels totally different when you get a few days in the sun. I bet it does, Marky. I haven't seen the sun in months, I feel like. With all that being said, though, Benny, Villanova winning it all again. What a season. I love Jay Wright. I love the program he's built. The one-and-done atmosphere has worked wonders for um, programs like Villanova. And they're capitalizing bigly. And it's another championship. For Philly, you know, it's, I consider Villanova a Philly school. Some people say, oh, that's not really accurate. It's a Philly school. Yeah, Villanova's been a shining light during all these snowstorms the last month. Philadelphia continues to be the city of champions <laughs> yeah. in this calendar year. I uh, and the Eagles did it, and once the Eagles did it, 
everybody can do it. Obviously, Villanova can win it. They won it a couple years ago. But watch out. The Flyers are going to get hot at the right time. The Sixers are getting hot at the right time. Oh, God, yeah. these teams outside of the Phillies, right? they might win it all this year. And frankly, it's too early to tell on the Phillies. We need to find out what the deal is with uh, Embiid exactly. But other than that, all things are looking good. Really enjoyed that Villanova team. They're etched in history. They're etched in stone once more. Um, it's special stuff. Yeah, and to go back to what Gargano said on one of our last episodes, how Jay Wright kind of has that cushion of not everybody breathing down his neck like they have at Kentucky or Kansas or one of these top, top premier programs. God, you win a second one, Marky. Out of nowhere, you're expected to win every damn year, especially in Philadelphia, the city of champions. So out of nowhere, that seat gets a lot hotter for Jay Wright, even if he's winning. Yeah, a little more pressure, I guess. Uh, and what it is, is it's also, it's not so much more pressure, because he, I would go as far as say he's a perfectionist. He, he's a competitive guy. He wants to win. He wants to dominate. No doubt. But when you have those type of championships, the scrutiny becomes tougher, because the expectations are always high. Absolutely. I mean, they had expectations of, you know, the lovable losers, if you will. They were good teams. They put together good years, but they could never get over that hump, similar to a Gonzaga or one of those programs. Right. They were never that top-tier elite championship right. program. And when I said, you know, the, the one-and-done era has worked wonders for programs like Villanova, Gonzaga is another program that, like, is comparable. Absolutely. They year in, year out have a good team because those guys stick around for so long even their top top guys stick around for two three even four years and that's what Jay Wright wants he wants the four-year guys they know it when they sign up and I respect that well it's they're cool. one of the last schools that do want them I mean when Duke went to the evil side if you will and went for all these one and dones I'm not saying it didn't work for them they had a fantastic team but at the end of the day you lose a little bit, and you allow a Villanova to continue getting that elite talent that wants to stay in school and get a great degree. Totally. And here's the deal. Villanova wins their championship. We praise them. The weathermen are always wrong. We scrutinize them. But Sophie Julia is always right. Benny, as you know, with this disappointing weather, when we get this kind of unpredictability in our forecast, when it's cold and wet and windy out there, I'm not afraid to hang in. I don't care if it's a Friday or Saturday night. I don't care if the whole world's out partying. I'll hang in. I'll, I'll browse my Netflix selection. I'll do work for the show. I'll get any type of busy work done that I can. I'll, I'll stay right in. I'll do my hibernating thing. I don't care. Now, with that being said, on this show, I'm going to give my top five Netflix recommendations. Current, up-to-date recommendations. Good. You know I'm a homebody, Marky. You know I like to hang in, relax, do my thing away from everybody. Usually, at least sports-wise, that's because I have so much money on one of these teams. I, I can't watch it around idiots. I was out for that West Virginia Villanova game. and uh, You know me. I'm, I'm hard yeah. West Virginia. God, it, it was torture. It yeah. was absolute torture, Marky. And you flipped out. 
You, you went through the roof. But that was another little thing I wanted to do on this show. My top movie flip-outs. And what that means, gang, is, you know, a, char- a main character in one of these movies that had an epic rant, an epic flip-out. I'm going to give my top ones. And there are some great ones. God, I already am thinking of a couple. Oh, they, they but but that's something that people don't talk about, like how great a flip-out is in a movie. Sure, that's and it's hard to, to do. do. I right. was just going to say, very challenging. <laughs> yeah. It's not easy to have people buy it. Exactly. So that's going to be fun. But all that will come later, gang. So when we get back, we have the first lady of On the Mark, Sophie Julia, joining in. Ladies and gentlemen, we now have this stunning and stylish Sophie Julia <laughs> back on the mark. Sophie, I know you're having a hungover Easter. I hope you're hanging in there. How are you? <laughs> not not my best today. Um, I haven't really moved off my couch since this morning. Yeah, those, thought, are, those are the brutal ones where you just can't I, move. I thought it was going to get better. And it turns out that uh, positive thinking does not produce positive results because I it is not getting better and the hangover just seems to be getting worse. And I know that the only trick is to drink more, but like, I just can't. Yeah. I can't drink anymore. <laughs> I fall into that trap too sometimes. You know, they also say the Pedialyte helps. Yeah, I got really sick in Cabo over like Christmas and I had to drink so much Pedialyte and I just, I literally like can't even think about it anymore. Like I can't stomach the thought of that. You know what's funny? Like I'm kind of an anti-sugary drinks guy, so I never have like Gatorades in. So for the longest time, whenever I was hungover, I would just pound Wooders, but it really doesn't help you. Like it actually makes your stomach hurt more if that's the issue. But just recently, I realized you got to get the electrolytes in you. You got to have the Gatorade. I know. I know. I just need to have. When I was in New York, I would get such bad hangovers that my roommate would like. So my roommate used to party until like noon the next day. Like she was into like raves and drugs and stuff. Uh So she would (laughs) she would come home at noon and like walk up this walk into our apartment with a bottle of Gatorade for me and like drop it on my bed which was so nice yeah that's like a Christmas gift for somebody I know uh, she was like I knew you were probably dying Uh, yeah that helps the water just makes me sicker and in fact now this is funny that we're on the Gatorade topic when I walked in earlier today I saw Benny he was drinking the Gatorade 
out of the nipple bottle. Do you know what I'm talking about? The top of the bottle is like a twist. Oh, yeah, yeah, nipple. yeah, yeah. Is that a violation for a guy to drink out of the bottle with the nipple? Um, I feel like guys usually squirt it into their mouth with that bottle, right? Yeah, it's kind of like you're on the sideline playing basketball yeah, or something yeah, like Yeah, yeah, like the family thing to do would be like squirting in your mouth. <laughs> that, that seems like so messy. Like I would just like put my mouth on it. I mean. That probably came out. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about squirting in mouths and putting mouths on nipples. This is on the mark after dark, rated X. Taxi cab confessions. On the mark after dark. You should do specials like that. That has a nice ring to it. Now, so let me hit you with this. Something else that people talk about as a hangover remedy. For me, mm -hmm. it just make my anxiety go through the roof. But coffee. A lot of people drink coffee after a night of drinking. Um, yeah. Have you seen the on the mark coffee challenges on Instagram or Twitter? No, what's that? <laughs> I go and do a like David Portnoy style review, but not of pizza, of coffee. And oh, cool, cool, cool. And it's kind of like a mock type thing. Instead of just one bite, everybody knows the rules. It's just one sip, everybody knows the rules. Oh, I can dig that. And every rating ends with 69. So it'd be like 7.69, 6.69. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's like the low calorie version of, it's, of it doing It kind of is. Like it's more practical and beneficial to know about where to get your daily coffee than it is pizza. I mean, I don't know anybody well, yeah, who mean, has pizza yeah. daily. I mean, I try to never eat pizza, unfortunately, because I'm trying to, like, always watch what I eat. But, like, with coffee, I have that every morning. Uh, absolutely. Now, for our female listeners, Soph, that may mm -hmm. admire you, what do you do to stay in shape? What do you do to, you know, have that Cali look, beach ready, <laughs> Cabo ready? You're in great okay. shape, Soph. What are your secrets? Okay. Let our female listeners know. No, I, I love to work out. Like my workouts are the best part of my day. So in the mornings, um, I go to Soul Cycle or Pilates, like Reformer Pilates. Okay. There's this place called the Studio MDR in LA that I'm like sickly obsessed with. Like I would go all day and night if I could, but um, it's expensive. So I, <laughs> I don't only go uh, once a day. And then I just, I don't know. I gen I like, I like healthy food. I don't, eat that way being like oh I'm depriving myself like I genuinely like going to Whole Foods as opposed to like a pizza place or like an Italian restaurant um yeah but my family sort of eats healthy so that's good now do you eat fish out in Cali yeah so I I'm obsessed with sushi and they have amazing sushi here but I recently developed a, a shellfish allergy which I never used oh, to have no way that would kill me Mm hmm. It sucks so much. I well, I now like I used to eat like shrimp and lobster and all that all the time. And now my lips like blow up to the size of my face. And my like, dad's like, I thought you like big lips. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like Will Smith like and Hitch. Yeah, like I look scary. I like once had to go to an airport the morning after I ate shrimp and I looked horrifying. How's that no boo out in Malibu? It's excellent. I mean, I think, I mean, Nobu's obviously great. I think there's a few sushi restaurants better than Nobu, but the, you can't beat the view from Nobu Malibu. Like, 
So I was watching. I've I've been to Nobu in Miami and mm-hmm. uh, Vegas, but I've never been to the one in Malibu. So I was watching on Netflix yesterday. I, I, I watched this Jerry Seinfeld, uh, comedians in cars getting coffee, mm-hmm. and they're going to this coffee shop, and right next door, or like in that same area, was uh, Nobu in Malibu, and it looked like it was in like a shopping center. Is that is that was I seeing that correctly? They might have been getting coffee in the shopping center um, in Malibu and, like, literally down the PCH is the Nobu. Like, if you, like, come out of the shopping center and make a left, it's on the water. But it's not the, – the Nobu Malibu is not in a shopping center. Yeah. It's just, like, a one-off on the street. I was the like, PCH. there was there could be no way they would do that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you're, you're – you, you know – you're the resource for me to ask there. Yeah, no, Nobu Malibu is like a standalone, but there's a few restaurants along that along that part of the PCH, and they all have the same ridiculous view. Okay, now, so if you're a little bit of a homebody, you talk up, staying in bed all the time, do you, <laughs> do you have any Netflix, like, recommendations or anything on Netflix you've been watching recently? So what have I been watching? I've been watching Riverdale. Okay. Um, <laughs> which I, I like all my girlfriends like that show. I don't know if guys would like Riverdale. Um, I was just about to start the first episode of season three of billions. That's um, a big time show. Great show. Absolutely. And what else? Do I, I mean, honestly, my favorite show of all time ever is the office. And I didn't feel that way until someone told me that you have to watch it from season one, episode one. And it changed my life. And then I made everyone watch it from season one, episode one. And my brother has been doing it and just texting me all day, every day, like the funniest quotes from he's obsessed. And everyone I make do that is just like sickly obsessed with The Office. So if you've never watched it from season one, episode one, then that is my highest recommendation. Yeah, that show is absolutely hilarious. What Unreal. About, what about... Ozark. Have you seen that with Jason Bateman? I tried watching the first episode and I hated it. I'm Too I'm like I I have like really a really short attention span, so if I don't like the show within the first like 5 minutes, I'm not going to watch. Fair. Do you ever watch any of the stand-up comedian uh, acts or anything on Netflix? Um I watched Dave Chappelle and I'm friends with Chris D'Elia, so I've watched a bunch of his. He's he's so funny. I, I even if you don't think his Netflix specials are that funny, I swear to god his stand-up is like I've seen a million of his stand-up shows and I even though I know some of the jokes already, my face hurt, like my cheeks hurt from laughing so hard. That's good. He's really good. He's really good. All right. How many uh does he have on there? I'll check it out. I think like two or three. All right, I'll check it out. I was watching the Joe Rogan ones. He's got like two on there. I don't know who that is. Interesting, dude. He's got a podcast, uh, Roots with UFC. He's been doing stand-up for years. I think Hmm. he's got the number one podcast on iTunes. Oh, whoa. I should probably know that as a new (laughs) podcaster. (laughs) Um, All right, now let me go back to the coffee real quick because I meant to ask you this. How do you Mm -hmm. drink your coffee? Um, I make my own pot of coffee in the morning. I'm not a Keurig. Okay. And I put soy creamer in it. Right. So it's like a healthy version of coffee creamer, but it tastes the same. And it's 
delicious. And if I go to a coffee shop like Starbucks or Coffee Bean, um, I just get coffee with cold soy milk in it. I don't sweeten or anything like that. Yes, me either. Me either. How I, do you drink yours? Black. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's That's something. Hardcore. It's something that I had gotten into a couple years ago, and I don't think I. Once you go black, you never go back. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it is the healthiest route. But that soy uh, creamer, whatever you're talking about, I'm sure is healthy too. Yeah, it's great. You get it from Whole Foods. Okay, fair enough. Now, we do a segment on the show. It's called G. Look, go inside, make yourself oh, no. comfortable. Oh, no, no, I'll make you something to eat. Hey, how do you like yours? Red, medium red. Medium red. Hmm, aristocrat. My snack was a honey crisp apple. <laughs> okay. And it's kind of like slang for did you eat today oh oh my god like that's how people say it that's how it sounds my brother has um a shirt that says that like from (laughs) no way (laughs) yeah from like a place i'll ask him it's from like a sandwich place in philly i think it's probably the uh a place called tnn uh, I don't think that's it. I've heard of this. I, I remember the name. I, w- I would recognize the name if you knew it, but it was really, it was funny because everyone comes up to him and goes, what is that? What does that mean? That's funny. All right. So this is ironic. So, all right. So the premise of the, the segment here is what'd you eat today? Now you're hungover, so you probably didn't eat anything. No, that's not true. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I woke up, had coffee, um, went to brunch with my two friends and I had scrambled eggs and mashed avocado. And then for lunch, oh yeah, this my hangover lunch was I had pink berry, just like tart frozen yogurt with mango and cinnamon, and it was really good. Um, and then for dinner, I'm gonna order delivery from somewhere because I can't move. Awesome. You're doing good. That, that sounds like a good day eating. Yeah, I don't like, when I'm hungover, I don't, crave like bad like i don't want to eat like greasy gross food because that just makes me feel worse right i I don't either because i feel like all the drinking was already my cheat exactly like i already drank my calories i don't need to eat like a burger and fries and pizza like that would just right i know no ew so i would never drink soda in my entire life wow so you're really strict with this stuff no like that like i i truly don't know anyone who drinks soda like i don't i mean i know people do but like no one that i have hung out with in the last probably like five years has ever been drinking soda in front of me like i i i do you notice that or i guess people in philly still drink soda but yeah i mean look i Soda's definitely not as popular as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of other options now that weren't around either. All yeah. the different flavored waters with zero calories. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it. It. I love a can of Coke occasionally, but I got you know that's not a regular thing for sure. Yeah, I feel like when I was like really young, everyone always had like a soda bottle on them, yes, and now it's like agreed. nobody's ever carrying soda. Like I don't see it. No, yeah, I mean, it's definitely not as big of a thing as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Now, when I walked in today, Benny said he wanted to play a game: two truths and a lie. Okay. Have you ever played that game? 
Yeah. Oh shit. Do I have to use my brain? Okay. I have to I, think of things. That's what I. So if you freak me out, because that's exactly what I said to him. I said, Benny, <laughs> I don't have the energy for any of that shit today. You're gonna play the game. <laughs> I'm not playing the game. So he's gonna give you two truths and a lie. Am I right, okay. Ben? Yes. And. She, I never even played the game, and she has to pick which one is the lie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. I thought I was going to have to. No, 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 no. Okay. We're not making it that hard on you. No, <laughs> just try to uh, decipher which one of these three is the lie. Okay. And he's proud of these, so. Yeah. He's oh, good. <laughs> okay. All right. I was a founding father of a fraternity at West Virginia. I was once stopped by security from jumping in the killer whale tank at SeaWorld. I start every morning with a brown spotted banana. Which one's the lie? Um, I am going to guess the fraternity thing is the lie. The banana is the lie. I knew it was going to be like an unassuming one. I, I knew the SeaWorld one had to be true. Yes, that one is absolutely true. Okay, how old were you when you jumped in a killer whale tank? I was probably about seven. and. Okay, that's what I figured. I got called down to feed the whale, and the guy said, just listen to my instructions, and you'll do great. So he told me to like throw a fish out. The whale caught the fish. He told me to hold the fish out. The whale jumped and got the fish from my fingers. And then he said, jump in. And uh, I just listened and jumped. And luckily, security had to run and grab me. Oh uh, so it possibly Shamu didn't eat me. That's where, so funny. Where was SeaWorld? Florida. F- Disney World? Somewhere in Florida, Orlando? not in Disney. Yeah, maybe Orlando. Hmm. I, th- I'm, I think I've been. But... It's not ringing a bell. I don't know. I feel like I've probably been when I was younger. But yeah. I don't yeah. Neither of you guys would have been allowed had I been eaten by a whale. Yeah, you seriously. <laughs> SeaWorld would have been shut down. Thank you so much for keeping SeaWorld open for a few more years. Isn't <laughs> yeah. it shut down now? I believe so. Well, yeah. Barnum and Bailey Circus is shut down. Right. So like it would make sense. Yeah, yeah, rightfully so. All right. Now, back to some conversation here. I saw, what was it, about 10 days ago? Livia Colpo and Danny Amendola broke up. What'd you mm-hmm. think of that, Soph? It's funny you ask because I was just texting with my girlfriends about this today. Um, everyone, this is like the mystery of the century. Nobody knows why. Um, I know why her and Nick Jonas broke up, and I actually don't want to say it on here because I don't want to get her in trouble, and I don't know her personally, but. I know someone who was very close with Nick, so I know she, why they broke up. But... She cheated on Nick Jonas. How did you know that? Yeah, I, I know some people uh, in that circle. Okay, yeah. So, so now there's whispers that she cheated on Danny, but I don't, I don't believe it actually. Um, I have read that he wasn't happy about her posing nude for shoots and the fact that i mean listen this girl is on it in a new city i follow her she's in a new city every two days like yeah. to, for work but wait, she where, is a busy bitch no doubt where did she pose nude i don't know maybe sports illustrated yeah but they're not nude well sometimes they are with like body paint or like right, covering up right good point yeah 
It's yeah. not like actual like like nude without covering herself, but um but she's honestly always in a new city. I don't know how you date someone when you do not see them that often. Yeah, that's that is crazy. And but I will say this from Danny Amendola's perspective, how do you even care? Like he's ten years older than her. Is he? Yeah, he's thirty two, thirty one. Has to be. And Olivia Culpo is how old? I would guess like 25. 20, all right, 25. So I thought she was a little younger than that. Uh, Benny just pulled it up. Yeah, she did go nude for Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Um, but like, how do, you, I, how do you care? Like, you know you're dating a model. Yeah, I think like it. maybe it's not that. Maybe it's the fact that like Danny Amendola is definitely – not short of opportunities exactly to, to yes. get yeah but that's the thing like you love someone you want to be with them but every girl is wants your dick and you're out and about because your girlfriend's not around and you just have to kill time and you're going out partying like and you have to be like oh no sorry of a girlfriend because your girlfriend chose to go yeah, to, to paris for like fashion week you know yeah. like if you're not gonna make the effort to be around him then you know, why Why should he be making the effort to control himself? Yeah, no, that, and I, I totally agree with that. Uh, and at the end of the day, you don't know what, or I don't know what their conversations were like. You, nobody can really know what their connections were. Nobody like knows anything. That. So maybe they and didn't even have that great of a connection to begin with. You know what I mean? Right, and nobody knows who broke up with the, like, I don't know who did the breaking up. Yeah. Agreed. It's it, from the stories. It sounded like Amendola broke up with her, though. It did, and and from the posts on Instagram, she seemed sad. Like she, like right after the breakup, she was in, uh, with the Sports Illustrated people, at, and at, she was like in Vegas. Her, yeah, and her captions were like, I, you know, I, um, I couldn't have done this week without my sister and my best friend, like. So I'm sure that was a last-minute trip for her sister and her best friend. <laughs> yeah, and I had posted something on the On The Mark Instagram. It was like the day after the breakup was reported, and she posted that she was going to the pool at the Cosmopolitan uh, to read. Like, like she had her books. You probably saw that picture she posted. Yeah. And she was kind of dressed like a nerdy chick, which, which is not a bad look. But she was acting like she wasn't like some, like, flamboyant party girl like she was trying to show that she was a good girl yeah and then the you very think that next, was on purpose I, I do think that was on purpose yeah yeah and then the very next day though she was in like some knocked out all black crazy bikini type outfit yeah she looks amazing her yeah. stylist is next level yeah seriously but for danny amendola there's probably uh, a thousand other Olivia Culpo type chicks out there without the headache and the traveling and he can actually yeah. hang with them. I think these, I think these athletes always want the famous girls because it's exciting and they're, they're a big deal and they don't need them and whatever. But then athletes really do need ride or dies who will sort of give up most of their life to go live where they are, be with them. They're on very, strict schedules they have a lot of temptation and i do think the relationships that work best with athletes are girls who like are willing to give it all up to go be with them and no, be in the same city that is true you do need a support system for especially and for someone's that actually physically there especially yeah. football players like yeah. 
football players spend so many more hours a day practicing than any other sport. Like yeah. hockey, they'll go practice for an hour or two and, and have the day off if they don't have a game. Football players are there from morning till night and then they come home and they want someone there. Yeah, no, so no I question. think having someone not there um, is hard for guys like that. Now, Soph, would you ever do any modeling? Have you ever been approached to do any modeling? Okay, I'm way too old and not like model skinny to or like I, it's just that's not ever going to be a thing in my future okay. um, you say was, so. if you say so i think no, a lot of people real. disagree so oh god no like not even i don't even like being in photos like i truly don't like when people try to take pictures of me <laughs> i did like a photo shoot like once when i was like 22 or 23 because my roommates in la had made me do it and okay. i was like miserable and like getting bossy with the photographer because like i'm not <laughs> the photographers do like they they tell you what to do and i'm like no no, no. let's do this let's shoot there and they, i don't think it worked out well um but i've i like i think people expect me to be like a model or an athlete or something because i'm so tall so everyone's always like oh my god what are you like are you like or are you model are you a volleyball player like what what are you i'm like Nothing. I'm right, a waste right, of height. Right. <laughs> yeah. How how tall are you, Soph? Five eleven. Okay, that's just kind of funny. Talk about like people expect you to be professional uh, athlete, whatever. I was down in Ocean City, Maryland, with a group of friends over the summer at Secrets, and my my a good friend of mine had told a, a girl that we were talking to in this group that I was a professional uh, tennis player. And at the time, I was just like whacked out for like 48 hours straight, drinking nonstop, cigarette hanging out of my mouth. And I don't even smoke cigarettes. And she says to him, professional tennis players smoke cigarettes? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's so funny. That reminds me, um, have you seen that guy Donnie Does World on YouTube? I, I, yeah, somebody was mentioning him to me. He's so fucking funny. I love him. He does barstool stuff now. I, I watched like so many of his videos one night and was like dying laughing and he like lives in China and he just like pretended to be famous one day and like went into some really crowded area and like had a fake bodyguard and people were just swarming him and he was signing autographs. I was <laughs> crying. So when I was gathering like who was going to come to my birthday party, like dinner and whatnot, I had asked Benny, I said, Benny, I want you to come to the dinner as a fake paparazzi member <laughs> and just take pictures the entire time just your That's face so in the funny. camera the entire time you can't enjoy <laughs> the dinner you can't eat you can't have liquor <laughs> he, he, so he got he got mad at me though so he ended up just coming to the dinner as a regular guest <laughs> oh benny poor benny um so now the Fortnite craze is is all the rage right now uh, your buddies over at Barstool are constantly talking about it. Uh, it's like a running joke on the internet. If you were in a relationship and you were living with your boyfriend, fiance, whatever, and he was ignoring you to play Fortnite, what would your reaction be? Dude, I want to learn Fortnite so bad. Like, it's like on my like top priority list of things that I need to do is I I need to learn, and I don't even know who to ask to teach me here. Because I want to do it. I want to get good at it. I want to be able to, like, play with the boys. And it's such a craze right now. And I don't think there's, like, many girls out there doing it. And I need to learn. Do you have a PS4? I don't. I just set up my TV today. I've been living here three months. Well, you're going to need the PS4. 
Yeah, I would rather like go. I would rather go learn it like at someone's house who has it than like go buy it and just be like, oh, let's figure it out. Like I'll never do that. So it's kind of cool that it's a free game, and then you can. Oh, is it? You can like buy uh, things throughout the game, and I guess that's how they make money. But it's really complicated. Like you build these ramps out of thin air. I don't know. It's it's. I I tried it. I don't understand it. I don't know any. I don't know anything about it. Busy for that shit. But the yeah. fact that it's a running joke is hilarious. Uh, no, I'm like dying to be a part of it. Like I've never felt left out of anything more in my entire life than I felt left out of this Fortnite craze. I think like Call of Duty had a craze back in the day. Grand Theft Auto, obviously Madden. This is like this generation's that this is their version of that. Yeah, it's like the Pokemon thing. Yo, Pokemon Go, right? Which I nuts. I I never got into that either. No, I never wanted to get into that. That no. was like a loser trend, I thought. What the hell was that? That was like freak show. Like I I was in Denver filming with Derek Wolf and I had like time to kill and I was out and about with these people and we went to this park and in Denver the entire park was filled filled with people, like hundreds of people playing this game and like running around just the middle of a park and I was so creeped out well let me really let me tell you this and and i'm not making this up because this is really nothing to brag about but i met like the group of people that i guess run that company what is pokemon Mm -hmm. go considered a company whoever started that branch of the you know pokemon i met these people and they look and act exactly like you would expect them to absolute (laughs) freaks uh yeah i that i that doesn't surprise me at all no they are weirdos i mean that yeah <laughs> that was one craze i'll never understand now here's another but drake's cra- playing fortnite so it must be cool oh yeah a lot of athletes are playing fortnite yeah no yeah, yeah. another craze that i did understand and i did enjoy a little bit some cheap entertainment the jersey shore it's back. Mm-hmm. It's uh, apparently airing it's back. It, it, this week, I think. I think they're in Miami. <gasps> oh, um, fuck yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that show. Okay, I was going to ask, will you watch that? Are you excited for that? Yes, who I was your to. Who was your favorite? I always found the situation to be laugh out loud funny. I love that dude. See, I thought Pauly D was the one with the best one-liners. Well, no, and he was funny, but he was almost like a real dude. Like... The, uh, yeah, he this, was my favorite character. The situation is like a cartoon character. Like no, this I know. insane outrage. Like he would really make me laugh out loud. And I'm not even a huge reality TV guy. But that show was funny as hell. Well, they're all cartoon characters. That, that, that was such an unbelievable show. Like I, I, they filmed in Miami when I was in college in Miami. They were living on like, I don't know, like, like sixth and washington in miami like really what yeah that? would that have been like for two episodes or was that for a whole no season? you remember they did an entire season in miami yeah i guess I. but did. i remember they were around but they never filmed mm-hmm. at the cool clubs mm-hmm. like they were never at live or like anywhere we were they would be at those like ratchet clubs on washington because obviously they had to get you know the permits and bringing in camera crews and all that now i totally forgot you're a miami alum right uh, I'm going back down there in two weeks. Have you ever stayed at the Mondrian? Yeah, on um, on it's on the Bay Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think of course. So. Nice. I've never yeah. stayed there. 
Yeah, it's great. Okay. All it's, right. It's, the, the reason it's beautiful there and, and it's nice and it's small and, and it's pretty. Um, they have a good pool scene. The reason a lot of people don't always stay there is just because it's off the beach. But right. I, I Miami's small. I could have swore on Expedia they might have said mid-beach. Does that make sense? Uh, I don't. I don't really know what that is, to be quite honest. Yeah, I don't either. Probably Expedia doesn't even know what it is. Do you use any of these Travelocities or Expedias? I'm... I have the Expedia app, but what I do is I'll look it up for flights and then I'll book it on my own on the actual flight website. Yeah, yeah, that, that's pretty much what you have to do. I, I never. Yeah. Um, you click a package price. Next thing you know, the price is a thousand dollars more than what they were showing you. It, it doesn't yeah. even make sense to me. No, I book I don't. I, I hotels tonight is kind of amazing. That oh out. no, I love that. That's when I'm like in a city already, though. I feel right. Like. You have to do it like a few days before, but yeah, like to get the best price. Um, yeah, I don't do it often. Usually, honestly, I stay at either like friends' houses or um, or I travel with my family. One like thing... it's very rare that I'll get a hotel on my own. One thing I never got into and I probably never will, it actually creeps me out, is Airbnb. Yeah, no. I've never done that. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's okay to like do it for like a party. Like I was telling my guy friends to come for 4th of July and get an Airbnb here in Manhattan Beach and like rent out a big, you know, like some giant house and throw a party and stay there, but not like for like a vacation. Agreed. Because you don't feel like you're on a vacation unless you're in a hotel. No, being, that's why I hated going to the Masters. I went to the Masters a few years ago, and um, there's no hotels in Augusta, so you stay in other people's homes, and it's fucking creepy. Like, I was in this little girl's room, her, like, cheerleading photos all over the walls. Yeah, that's the shower, cool. The shower smelled like mold, and I, I was honestly, like, having panic attacks. Like, yeah, I can't be that's here. That's like the beginning to a scary movie. Yeah, it really, really freaked me out. Now, the Masters start Thursday, right? Yes, I was invited again this year, but I'm not going to go. Is that something you'll put on the TV, though? You'll follow? Um, I watched last year, but I don't think I'll watch this year. Well, T Tiger Woods is back. The comeback's really on now. He's looking good. Soph, and you know he likes blondes. Oh, God. Uh, maybe you and Tiger, the new power couple. Yeah, not my type, but like his <laughs> ex did get like a billion dollars after that divorce. Really? She got some psychotic amount of money a after billion? that divorce. No, that was an exaggeration. Yeah. But but I think it was like, if not more, I think it was at least $100 million. Yeah, I mean, that's a beautiful payday. I mean, yeah. That is an absolutely beautiful payday. Um, now, I don't know if you ever answered the actual question. I totally forget about the Fortnite. If your boyfriend ignored you for Fortnite, would you oh, care? Okay. Well, well, I okay. So I want to be involved. Like, if I was physically there, I'd be like, "Oh, teach me," or "I want to learn," or whatever. But I was FaceTiming with a guy about like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and he was like with his friends, and they were playing Fortnite, and he was not even paying attention to me the entire time. Like, we're on FaceTime, he is watching them with his jaw. Like, he looked like he was like in like. Like watching like an action thrower, like his eyes were bugging out his head, his like, jaw was dropped. Hell? I'm like, I'm like, what is what's going on? He's just, like, oh no, sorry. He was so distracted watching his friends play. He wasn't even fucking playing. So then I was like, I honestly was getting a little annoyed. So I'm like, dude, I don't care if you watch your friends play Fortnite. Don't 
have me on FaceTime yeah. just sitting here. Like, call me back. <laughs> wow. Now, how old was he? <laughs> younger than me. Oh, uh, how much younger? A lot. A professional, I'm really, is I'm, this a professional I'm a, athlete, so? No, I'm very Courtney Kardashian these days. Yeah, I saw her new boyfriend. She posted that yeah. picture this week. I love Courtney. I've been a longtime Courtney fan. Yeah, she's like 38 and he's 23, and that's sort of how I date these days. I'm not saying it's the smartest thing, but I have gone back to back to back on like young guys. Well, like meaning like talking to, not like like anything. <laughs> Kim was older than Chris Humphreys. Yeah, I, I've like I like the younger guys. I don't know why. Yeah, well, what what is that, Soph? What what's that uh, new thing? About I think it's because. I think it's because I'm. Um, you want to be it, the superior. You want to be dominant. No, no, no. I like when the guys in charge. I like that they are. Well, one, I just if they're hot, they I don't you know, and they look they don't look like a child. Like it doesn't matter. Sure. But then also like they give you a lot of attention. They're always on their phones, and they're just like I like being. I like when someone texts me like all the time if I like them because it um, it makes you feel comfortable. Yeah, I just I just like attention, but not I don't like like general like I don't want everyone to text me. I just want one person to text you me want all the time. The person you like to text you, right? I think that's that's fair. That's consensus on yeah. on, on both ends. Uh huh. Okay, this is it. We're finding out more about you now, Soph. I know it's so bad. I've literally I like it, it's it's getting to a point where my friends are just like used to it and now they like think it's cool and now some of them are even going younger so i'm like hell yeah <laughs> Interesting. when i was young the, when i was a younger guy it was all about all oh, the girls they like the older guys now i'm the older guy and it's the girls on oh, i like all the younger guys <laughs> <laughs> you grew up in the wrong generation <laughs> yeah i keep losing every which way losing That's big so funny <laughs> all i right. actually went no, what's funny is I went to lunch with one of my exes, um, like a few days ago. We're still friends, and he's a lot older than me. Not like grossly old, what but is he, he was sixty five, sixty six. No, fucking no, Um, <laughs> so we went to lunch, and I told him that I was talking to this guy. And he's like, "How old?" And I told him, and he was like, "Sophie." He's like, "What are you doing?" And I was laughing, and he's like, "You're doing." with him what I did with you. I was like, excuse me? He's like, you're just avoiding getting married, so you're dating someone that you know isn't gonna get married anytime soon. I was like, that's not true. That, that's, like, that's a great point. That is a great, great point. And it's fair, yeah, he was, and it's reasonable. He was like, you're avoiding getting into like something too serious. Yes, so you're dating I, and I just realized that I've been doing that basically my whole life. Yeah, most people do. Yeah. But girls don't usually do that, and I don't think that's what I'm doing. Okay, fair. Now let me ask you a random question. How tall is the younger guy? This one? Yeah. He is short for me. He's six feet. Okay. All right. All right. I usually like really tall guys, but I also don't really fucking care. Like I don't like guys shorter than me. It's that's weird, but not weird for them, just weird for me. Like well, if, to be like, together. Right. Yeah, like go like you you're not weird, just it's not gonna work with me but um but like one of the guys i've liked the most like ever in my life he was like my exact height like he was like 5'11 and i did not care like i was obsessed with him so um i you know i don't 
I don't really discriminate, I guess, when, right. when you when you like someone. But if I was choosing from like a lineup, I would usually always go for like six five, six, six. Now what had you obsessed with that one guy? He was just so fucking cool. He was literally the coolest. He he just has the best personality and our chemistry is like off the charts. And um he wasn't even like my physical type at all, but um I don't know. He was just literally like the coolest guy in the room always. And he had his shit together. He's really successful and he cares a lot about work. And I like that. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. See, no, this is edu- yours. This is these questions. These are educational for the VIP listeners. They like to know what, you know, is running through people's minds in terms of relationships and what others are attracted to. It is confidence. It, it, his thing was confident. He was just so he wasn't ever trying to be cool. He was so naturally cool because he just was so like secure in himself and just a confident guy naturally. And you know, you can pick up on it when someone's trying to be confident in one second. Like I know who's actually normal and cool and who's trying so hard to be confident so jim carrey was giving some career advice and he said at the very least appear to be the most confident guy in the room yeah i found I that think interesting with, so i agree with that with work there's been times yeah, and that's where what I, he was talking about yeah with work i will oh if i'm nervous for something or like you always have to psych yourself up and just pretend if you like I've done stuff in front of giant audience and arenas and I'm like okay you got like like you just literally have to like pump yourself up to be like I'm the fucking shit like make everyone think that but but socially I do not believe that everyone should go into a a social situation thinking like I'm so confident because like no that that's gross yeah yeah because you're gonna come off like trying too hard just go in and be normal agreed and then you let the chips fall you let you let the story write itself yeah and i think when you're younger people try to like act a certain way at least girls do like i'm guilty of this too when i was younger like you think a guy wants a certain type of girl or he says he does so you start like sort of acting a certain way and then you get older and the best part about getting older as a girl is like this is me if you don't like girls who curse or you don't like girls who then don't fucking date me. I don't care. Like it's, you know, it's like you just have to be completely, you learn to just be completely yourself and, um, and you know, you're not going to be for everybody. And when you can accept that you're not for everybody, that's when like things get a lot easier. Insane that you said that because Jim Carrey, that's what he went into next. He said, really? don't worry about everybody liking, liking you and accepting you. Don't worry about that. And that's basically what you're saying in terms yeah, of relationships. Now, you know, he was talking more in the professional world, um, but there's parallels. I mean, there, there's yeah. definitely parallels. Um, that's all really good stuff, So Seriously. Um, <laughs> one more thing, relationship-wise, and we're going to end it yeah. with this. The term bay. Do you like yeah. that term? Do you hate that term? Is that term dead? I think it's dead. Um, I thought it, I, at one point I thought it was cute. Um, I think it might be okay sometimes in like a caption or whatever, but I know this couple and I heard them using it like actually like Live. they like call each other that in and it like friend. really made me nauseous. Like, oh, like, bae, bae, come here, bae. Like, what do you want, bae? Like, I was so, like, it was yeah, really that's gross. that's disgusting. 
Yeah, I really don't. And then they like, and then they use it in all their captions too. And I, since I know they call each other that now I'm just like over the term and I don't think people are really using it anymore. Like I call people boo, but not like in terms of like my boo, I'll be like, even with my girlfriends, like, what's up, boo? How are you? Miss I think you. Like, boo is timeless. It is. And it's not because it's not specifically like you wouldn't call your girlfriends like, what's up, bae? But yeah. like you that was specifically like a relationship term but like a significant other term but boo is like universal yes yes and beau yeah. in french means my love right b-e-a-u yes yeah i see people like use that sometimes but i don't think that's very on brand for me i don't either it doesn't <laughs> Bo doesn't fit you <laughs> we could cross that off my list <laughs> yeah no no question now the, you're this young boyfriend you got who knows no what, god he's not my boyfriend who oh my knows god, what no. he's going to come up with next okay excuse me we're just texting <laughs> and facetiming he is not a boyfriend well so this is something that all right once again we'll end it with this that's something that's interesting see like that's actually considered a serious stage and i didn't realize what? that like there's some girls that I would be texting on a regular basis, maybe talk, you know, talk to on the phone on a regular basis, and maybe we're just like too busy to really get together for a few weeks and things fall off. They yeah. treat you when they see you down the road like you're their ex-husband or their ex-boyfriend. Like they'll act like you were really in a relationship together. And it's it's what insanity. You, what do you mean? Like how? Uh just act maybe like bitter that you never hung out oh, or just yeah. totally fell off. And yeah. that, that freaked me out for a long time. So, you know, what's funny is like, I actually, I, my friend sent me an article about this once, like a, a year or two ago. And it was like, this is like, so girls are wired like that. Like, not that we think you're an ex-boyfriend, but girls get easily butthurt about stuff. And like, you know, we can be bitter. So say you're talking to someone every day yes. for like weeks. And then the first day you don't hear from them, you're like, whoa. Like, what's going on? Like, you know, I usually hear from them every day. And if it goes for, like, say they, like, disappear for a week or two and then they hit you back up, like, in the article it was saying, like, do not ever act mad. Just be normal and friendly, even if you are butthurt or upset because they didn't really do anything wrong. And, you know, if they're coming back, it's okay. And sometimes guys just need a little break. And, like, you know, if it becomes a pattern, then deal with it how – ever you want but if they just take hit pause a little bit like that's okay like you yeah. you know let it let it slide like and they're gonna be testing the waters and if you freak out on them they're gonna be like all right this girl's crazy i think that's fair i think and that's i'm not fair. a freak outer like i would never like i'm not big on like calling someone out and like being a bit if, for, if they're not my boyfriend or they're not doing anything wrong but like you do act a little bit different when like you haven't heard when someone like pumps the brakes and then they like come back around and you're like, Oh God, like how do I act? And I'm saying this is before any type of date. Like for sure. Oh yeah. Two, two or three weeks is fair. No question. All right. We, we covered all the bases there. So uh, as we always <laughs> do when me and you talk, um, any, I'm always here for that. Anything else you want uh, the VIP listeners and your listeners to know in here? Well, I, have started recording my first episode of my podcast as long as that took. Shooting and it with Soph. Shooting it with Soph. And I believe that we will have that done, hopefully, hopefully, this week for you guys to listen to. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Soph, <laughs> we love you. Thank you for joining us as always. And uh, we will talk soon. 
Thanks for having me on, guys. Benny, as advertised, Soph delivered bigly, man. I always enjoy that conversation. Always, Marky. Always enjoy that conversation. She knocks it out of the park every time. I'm so glad you just said that because, like I've been coining this new phrase, this new description for our show, the show that covers all the bases. And when we talk with Sophie, she covers all the bases right with us. Yeah, she gives a little bit of relationship advice, a little bit of life sports, advice, a little style, sports, fitness. a little everything. Yeah, man. She's natural entertainment. Oh, for sure, for sure. And she's, you know, the first lady of On The Mark. That's what we call her. Yeah. I don't think she knows we call her that. But we <laughs> she like does call, now. We like calling her that. Uh, we're thankful to have her. I think uh, my favorite part of that conversation, not my favorite part, but something that stuck out to me, now the girls like younger guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that we're older, fantastic. Right, right, right. Uh, Missed that window, man. Our good friend Joe Stacco said, yeah, well, you know, get all these tattoos, this, that, and the other. Now you're going to start hearing girls saying, yeah, I like guys with no tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then I'm in luck, Mark. Yeah, you luck out. Well, you got that good, clean-cut, frack eye image, man. Yeah, I'm the all-American boy sort of thing. <laughs> you are an all-American boy, Benny. Yeah, man. <laughs> I thought at the bar mitzvah, you boy turns into man in the... Well, I haven't had my bar mitzvah yet. I haven't had my... We're going to be doing a Ben's bar mitzvah for my 30th birthday next year, Mark. Okay, It's going to be a big bonanza. (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, man. I'll uh, I'll try to make it. We're going to have Andrew Dice Clay there. It's going to be a big thing. Did you see Dice Clay flip out on Maniscalco? Yeah, I saw that, man. Talk about a vulgar flip Leaned into him, man. Oh, my God. I know. And then at the very end says it won't be physical. (laughs) What the hell? Like all this insane talk. And then at the very end, it won't be physical. I don't know if Dice could make it not physical. I think he just had a heart attack. He's got to take it easy, man. A lot of cocaine, I feel like, that guy's done. Yeah, but he's an absolute legend. Oh, cool guy. For sure. Now, here's the deal. i got to give you my Netflix recommendations, VIP listeners. I just want to lay these out there real quick. Stand-up comedian Joe Rogan has a special on Netflix called Triggered. I like what Joe does, man, because he does his stand-up act and it's funny and it's vulgar which i'm in the mood for sometimes because i watch a lot of jerry seinfeld i do watch a lot of clean comedy so every now and then a vulgar comedian is welcome relief absolutely joe rogan's good stuff man i've always enjoyed his humor and but do you understand he's educational in his humor he tells you like real things like real facts he's definitely a smart guy he is And he's a big weed guy like you, Benny. Fantastic. Another Netflix documentary, 2018 documentary, Take Your Pills. It is very interesting. It's actually about the Adderall epidemic. I wouldn't call it an epidemic, but the Adderall situation in America. Uh, Really good stuff. And it actually goes into, like, the history of Adderall and the history of drugs similar to Adderall. Really interesting. You should... Give it a watch, whether you take the stuff or you don't. Ozark, which I mentioned to Sophie Julia, I'm a huge Jason Bateman guy. 
the show's fantastic. Another documentary, I don't think it was a Netflix documentary, World War II in Color. You know, we're so used to seeing the old war footage in black and white. Seeing it in color, remastered, man, that kind of interesting, man. Yeah, I believe that was originally a History Channel I think thing. so. I, I got into it when they oh, first you released it. it. Yeah, I, I was big onto that. So you can co-sign with me that it's kind of solid. 100%. It puts it into a different perspective seeing it in color, man. Makes it more realistic. Yeah, it makes it more real. Yeah. You know? A 2017 Netflix documentary, Jim and Andy. Man, this was something else. It was about when Jim Carrey played Andy Kaufman, and Jim claims that Andy Kaufman took over his body. He was acting like Andy Kaufman on and off the set, uh, harassing people on the set, acting like an absolute maniac. Had an incident with Jerry the King Lawler from WWE. Like, some real stuff, man. It was very weird. Um, I've never seen anything like it. I really respect the hell out of Jim Carrey. Uh, the man is insane. But he says it, to this day, it wasn't him. It was Andy Kaufman took over his body. He channeled Andy Kaufman, and Andy Kaufman inhabited his body. It was a fascinating show, documentary, whatever you want to call it. It was a fascinating shit, Marky. <laughs> Don't forget where you've learned about that. I was the first one to tell you about Did that you? one. Well, you, you tell me a lot of things, and sometimes things go in one ear and out the other because we're so busy. When we're in-house here doing work, you know I'm not, you know, we're putting pedal to the metal, so. Hey, I'm just glad that we had it on the mark, on record. Okay, cool. Well, so that's we what's can so go nice back and this. show you, Marky. And... The last one is a movie that came out a year, year and a half, maybe a little longer ago. My guy Jason Bateman, The Gift. Worth a watch. Interesting twist. Not scary, but a little creepy. And a unique storyline. Well worth a watch. Um, so gang, if you got some Netflix time, check those out. Now, from Netflix to my top five movie flipouts. I love a good flip out, Benny, even in real life. Oh, who doesn't, man? They're you, great. When you see some of your favorite actors pulling one off, you take some of their antics and potentially put it in your real life. Oh, absolutely. I've had some epic flip outs, and I definitely have stolen a move or two from some people on this list. Right. No question. So number five, we're going to start with the guy. It's a little cliche because I think we play him on every single episode. Damn at least, near. At least recently. Joe Pesci in Casino. Frankly, we're good fellas with Funny How. So the Joe Pesci flip out is special. It's very special. In fact, Benny, give our listeners, our VIP listeners, a taste of a Joe Pesci flip out. Do you remember what I told you? Back, back Do you up, remember back what up I a told you? Minute here. One minute. I asked you, when the fuck did I ever ask you if I could come out here? Get this through your head, you. you. Never... Get this through your head, you Jew motherfucker, you. You only exist out here because of me. That's the only reason. Without me, you personally, every fucking wise guy still around, I'll take a piece of your fucking Jew ass. Then where are you gonna go? Your fucking warrant don't ever go over my fucking head again, you motherfucker, you. Number four. Denzel in Training Day. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Training Day is one of those movies 
you're flipping through the channels, you're not looking to necessarily commit to a movie, you might find it halfway through and you say fuck it and just leave it on. Train Day is that good. There's so many good lines in that movie. I'm surgical with this shit, Jake. Uh, just, oh man, when he's in it. I didn't, I didn't know you like to get wet though. PCP, Sherm, whatever he goes through that. Denzel is on fire in that movie. Vintage, that, that's Denzel being Denzel. That's vintage Denzel. Uh, love Training Day. Love his epic flip outs. Benny, give him a taste. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm putting cases on all you bitches. Huh? You think you can do this shit? Yay! You think you can do this to me? You motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay when I get finished with you. Shoe program, nigga. 23-hour lockdown. I'm the man up in this piece. You'll never see the light of day. Who the fuck you think you fucking with? I'm the police. I run shit here. You just live here. Yeah, that's right. You better walk away. Go and walk away, because I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Here's a little bit of a dark horse. The guy gives a great flip out in multiple movies, but this flip out gets... a forgotten about De Niro in Copland you blew it man that's an epic flip out that a lot of people used to like to imitate I feel like I haven't heard it as much recently so on the mark we like to bring shit back if we have to because that flip out Benny that was on the mark and it was nice because it wasn't a tough guy mob guy flip out and what's kind of cool about where this list is going Benny in this Copland role, De Niro wasn't a gangster. He was a cop. On our prior selection, Denzel wasn't a gangster. He was a cop. Although in that movie, blurred the lines for sure. Definitely blurred lines in that one. I'm being a cop now. I'm here. I'm I offered you, you a for chance. Some help. I need to do something. To I need to do this for Listen myself. to me, you deaf fuck. I offered you a chance when we could have done something. I offered you a chance to be a cop, and you blew it. You blew it. Now let's get back to a true gangster. And my favorite actor of all time. And a dream guest for the show. Al Pacino, Scarface, at the dinner table. Mm. Where he's whacked out. And all leaned back in the chair. Acted like a maniac. But Michelle Pfeiffer wasn't doing him any favors either to calm him down. Well, absolutely she not. Was, she was terrible in that movie, yeah. man. She was, she, she was, was tough. egging him on. Yeah, she was. She was horrible for him. Well, yeah, very much so. In a lot of different ways. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. You know why? You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. You need people like me. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. So, what I make you? Good? You're not good. You just know how to hide. 
Say good night to the bad guy. Go on. The last time you're gonna see a bad guy like this again, let me tell you. Now, my favorite movie flip out of all time. I think as I can relate to it. I, it. I've never flipped out like this, and I haven't even taken anything from this flip out, but it's like such a only child flip out. Spoiled ungrateful Matt Damon in The Departed that flip out doesn't get talked about much but everybody knows The Departed's a great movie everybody knows Matt Damon's a big time actor and you might have witnessed it and appreciated it while you watched the movie but nobody documents that flip out as epic and it was yeah it was fantastic ironically another cop yeah again who, crooked cop Blurred the lines. So do you know why Queenan went into that building? No. Well, a better question is why the fuck were your guys following him? I told internal investigations to follow Captain Queen. Why? That's internal investigations business. Fucking piece of shit! Hey, hey, hey! Fucking bitch! Let him go! Fuck off! I don't have to fucking explain anything to anybody! I can fucking investigate anybody I fucking want to! go! Come on! I don't give a fuck what you think! Captain, I got reason to believe that Queenie got killed by his own fucking undercover. That's a fucking lie. He has fucking information in a locked file, as did Captain Queen, and I need access to those files. Hey, I forgot the password, but if you want to come down to the garage with me, I'd be happy to give it to you. That's a fucking lie. Nobody calls me a liar. Uh, shut up! And then let's just give our honorable mention, who, who just missed the list, Martin Lawrence and Bad Boys. Now, gang, I'm interested to see uh, the tweets, the text or the emails about any great movie flip outs that I missed uh, don't be shy to let me know about it we love movies Benny can't be sports all the time oh I'm obsessed with movies man have my whole life unfortunately there's no more good movies good movies rarely come out anymore but we were blessed in the 70s 80s 90s and early 2000s to have some really good ones. Oh, we had some absolutely lights out, can't miss, just blockbusters, man, literally. Major League blockbusters. Yeah, you don't get those anymore, but I'll tell you what, even a bad movie, even a mediocre movie, I still get into just how the making of it sort of. I, you know, yeah, I, I yeah. nerd out a little thinking about what they were thinking when they put into that, seeing something that they shot, how they shot it. Certain things like that, I really I nerd out about. I, oh, I can, yeah, I geek out on that yeah, stuff. Yeah, it can make a bad movie really enjoyable still. I know, and I, I geek out on symbolism and foreshadowing in movies. Absolutely, and I also, you know, enjoy flipping out after the movie about a problem I see with the uh, what happened. I always can at least find, put my finger on one thing. Yeah. That I'm like, hey, what, what's Something that about? Add up, right? Yeah, that would have never happened. Or like, oh, how the hell did they? Like, for instance, I was watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith last night. Never okay. a big fan of that movie. No, me either. But somebody had put it on, and they, uh, there was this one scene. They're running through this department store. They wind up getting into a huge shootout, having to shack up in this shed. 
And so there's literally 50 guys with automatic rifles that aren't shooting this shed that they know they're in. As soon as they come out and start popping off people left and right because they're not getting hit at all, one of the bad guys starts shooting a rocket launcher at them. All right, now let me tell you something. Where was the rocket launcher when they were in the shed, Marky? That, that movie was never interesting to me. I, I think maybe I only saw half of it. Kind of funny, though. We don't get action movies anymore. That's one of the last true action movies we had. The 90s was chock full of action movies. Now, I have my list of top action movies right in front of me, but we're going to save that for another episode. Let me just leave you with this, gang. Take notice to that. There's not that many action movies being put out anymore. In fact, the only recent ones, Benny, I could think of are John Wick 1 and 2, uh, the Bruce Willis, Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie, Looper. Inception isn't even that recent anymore, but I fucking love Inception. And that's not really in the same category. It's more sci-fi-ish. Yeah, it's... But it is action, and then, like, James Bond can't necessarily be considered action either, right? No, that's... Uh, James Bond is his whole... Yeah, uh, yeah it's a it's spy own... movie, but James Bond is really just his own category. Yeah. Yeah, I'll no, tell you what, I never really got into action movies very much my whole life, Marky. Two of my Growing up, movies, it man. wasn't my thing. Predator and Armageddon. Well, Armageddon's great. Predator is the shit. Again, that's a space movie. That's not really action movie. That's eh, a space blow movie. Blow-ups, collisions. Only in parts of it. Yeah. Yeah, no, okay. I hear you. Okay, we're going to have fun with that. The 90s were full of action movies, and it was badass. We'll save that for another episode, gang. VIP listeners, I love you guys. You know this episode with Sophie Julia was action-packed, info-packed, relationship advice, sports talk, gossip, all the funny shit, all the good stuff. VIP listeners, you were on the mark. You're the best. We're all winning bigly together, very bigly. The whole city of Philadelphia is, and all these VIP listeners abroad are as well. So for myself and Benny the Bear Juice Spielberg, until next time, gang, love you guys. Some